With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Son is coming in, but who am I selling and who am I benching? Welcome to the Gianni Batici Show. Hope you guys are well. This is my team selection video for game week five, and we've still got a lot of questions that I'm about to answer. So I've mentioned my transfer in is going to be Son, but I want to tell you why, and then I want to show you my team, talk about who I might be selling for Son, who I'm going to captain, and... As always, I seem to have another benching dilemma this week. But first, why am I so pro Son? Well, I've spoken about it in previous shows this week, and game week preview I went into detail. But I want to just give you one final comparison with Richarlison. Okay, so we know we like the Son fixture. We know we think he'll play number nine. We don't mind the fixtures after Sheffield United because they're still ones with goals in. Um, Spurs attack for fun. Ange Postecoglou. The narrative is all there. But he's also a deadly finisher. So I want to go back all the way to the 2017-18 season where Richarlison entered the Premier League. We saw Richarlison at Watford. Son had been at Spurs a couple of seasons. And I want to just compare the numbers between Richarlison and Son in terms of over or underperforming their expected goals. Every single season Son has been in the league, he has overperformed his XG. In 21-22, again, it's seven over what he's meant to do. So he scores 23 goals. He should have only had 15, 16 goals. Um, again, this theme continues for Son. And even when he has bad seasons, like last time out, he scored 10 goals. Again, he was only forecast to get eight and a half. Richarlison is up and down. He's either two above, two below. But when we average it out over all these seasons, they've both been in the Premier League. Son comes out with his 88 goals, 25 plus, 25 plus. He should only be getting like, what's that, 60 odd? And, he, and he's smashed 88, 25.48 in terms of overperformance from Son. That is absolutely huge. I'd be surprised if many players that have played in the Premier League in those seasons come out with a higher average. He will be above Mo Salah. He could arguably be above Harry Kane. Other than those two, I can't think of anyone he'd, he'd be losing to. Obviously, Haaland's only been in the league a couple of seasons. But those numbers are phenomenal. They are elite. When he gets chances, he scores goals. Again, like game week five, so game week four, where he's a hat-trick, I think he only had three attempts. 
They're all on target. They're all in the back of the net. Richarlison comes out just below average, right? So he scored 49 goals. He should have scored 50, right? Minus 0.9. That's about par. And that's what you expect a kind of okay striker to be. But he ain't great and he ain't elite. And Son is both those things. Postcoglu teams, more than most others, are going to create tons of chances. We've looked at the numbers, haven't we? Only Brighton have had more attempts this season than Spurs. Spurs are second in the chart for attempts. So they're going to get attempts, mainly funneled to their number nine. If Son is the nine, look at these numbers. Plus 25 XG over the last how many seasons. Yeah, he's going to score tons of goals. Easy pick for me this week. But the big dilemma is who do I sell? Before we look at my sell options, let me show you my team. In goal, we've gone Turner over Anana. I've got this call wrong a couple of times this season, including last time out. Turner got, what, four or five points and nine are blanked. Uh, this one's easier. Turner at home to Burnley feels like a good pick. You know, Brighton are going to be good against United. I think they score. Back three, Chilwell, Gvardiol and Colwell. At the moment, I'm benching Estupinan. We'll talk more about that later. The midfield five looks so good, but it doesn't have Son, Hyun, Min. So I've got to get Son in, haven't I? So Rashford, Potentially on the chopping block. Saka, we're going to compare his numbers to. Foden, potentially on the chopping block. They are the three players I could sell in a straight switch to, to go Son out. I'm obviously not selling Madison. I can't sell Matoma to Son. I do have money in the bank, but not quite enough. I've got 2.3 million and the one free transfer. So I think I'd be a few point millions short of getting uh, going Matoma uh, straight to Son. Um, up top, Jackson and Haaland continue. Jackson, come on with these fixtures. We need some points, don't we? So the benching dilemma is Estupinan or Colwell. I'm backing United to score. I am backing United to score. And look, Chelsea chances of a clean sheet are, are way higher than Brighton's. Um, this one could be a late change, but I think I'm fairly well set. Cole has had some issues this week on England duty. Like, hasn't, I don't think, trained every session. But again, he was on the bench on Tuesday night. I'm pretty sure he's fit and ready to go for the Bournemouth game. Um, Estupinan does offer you the upside. Of course he does. But I'm not sure that's worth it based on the clean sheet odds and the clean sheet, the higher the higher percentage chance Cole has of keeping one. Um, so that's where I'm at. In terms of who I'm selling for Son though, guys, this is a big, big question. I mean, look, you could argue Matoma should be in the mix because I could take a minus four and downgrade a defender. I'm not willing to do that. Like, as much as... I love Rashford, Saka and Foden. All three could be sellable assets. So I feel like we'll come back to this team in a sec, but we probably have to discuss those three assets, right? Foden, Saka and Rashford. Let's have a look at some of their numbers. But before we do, guys, thank you so much for supporting the channel. You guys have been liking and subscribing. You've even been joining up as members. If you don't know how to join as a member, on like my homepage on YouTube, you can just click join. There's two different membership tiers. Uh, tiers. Uh, $2.99 uh, to be a squad member and $12.99 to be a ultras member. That's the one with the WhatsApp group, uh, which is pretty active if that's your thing. Let's compare the numbers for all three. So Foden, Saka and Rashford. So far this season, okay, Foden isn't as nailed as the other two, but I think for the next few fixtures, I'd be surprised if Foden's not in the 11. And by the way, he only played once for England in the two in terms of starts. And yes, there's Champions League coming up, but the City group's quite comfortable. I think, again, we'll see a few early subs and rests for some of the key players. So I'm back in Foden in the next three games to start, just like I am Saka and Rashford. So I'm not too worried about the minutes that have gone. But obviously, Saka has more minutes than the other two. A few more minutes than Rashford, loads more than Foden. In terms of the goals and the XG, again, all these metrics we're going to look at, Saka comes out on top. 
I don't think I can sell Saka. He's got two goals from an XG of 2.23. Rashford's got the one. Again, he's underperforming his XG. Foden hasn't got a goal and he's at 0.59. The assists, Saka's got the best expected data, but only clocked one. Rashford's clocked an assist. Foden has clocked three. You do get corners with Foden. Saka takes half the corners. Rashford's not on corners. Uh, Foden is on corners and all the set pe- most of the set pieces. Him and Alvarez are sharing some of them. But without De Bruyne in the team, Foden's a good source there for set-piece threat. Um, and then I just wanted to do the baseline bonus because, sure, bonus points are... We, we like bonus points. They're great additional points when your player's returned. But even if your player's only made one return, players like Rashford aren't guaranteed bonus because their baseline is so low. That's all the underlying stuff, the pass completion, the successful dribbles, the crosses. Saka and Foden have really high BPS. So when they do return and get you an assist or a goal... As long as that's not sort of one return and the team's won five or six nil, you expect that player to feature in the bonus points, right? Um, you don't. You, you often need two returns from a Rashford or a Salah to, to get bonus. Um, so Saka and Foden, really good in the bonus point system too. Penalty area touches, my final metric. I've taken these all from the scout members area, by the way, guys. Um, it's always great to have a deep dive on scout, so do check that out. 39 for Saka, penalty area touches. It's around double what Foden's got. He is more advanced. Again, Rashford's been fairly shy. Considering Rashford's played number nine in the first three games, you'd expect his penalty area touches to be up. But often what you see with nines is they don't get that many touches. Wide forwards often get more touches than central strikers. Rashford will be moved out wide. But my big question with Rashford is, is where's he going to play? With no Anthony, will we see Rashford move to the right and Garnacho come in on the left? Or will Rashford stay on the left? I think Hoyland's going to start up top now. After his cameo against Arsenal, you'd expect him to start. He played for Denmark as well on the break. So he could see Bruno playing on the right and Rashford on the left. That would be better for Rashford owners. In terms of Bruno as an asset, by the way, I actually prefer him to, to Rashford. I think the way he's playing at the moment is really good for Portugal in the break as well. He's got the penalties. Without Mount, he's more advanced even when he's in the midfield three. And even on the right, I think he'll be great. So Bruno, I actually prefer. If you own Bruno, I wouldn't be selling him to Son. I would be considering selling um uh, selling Rashford. Same with Arsenal mids. I'd sell Martinelli or Odegaard before Saka, I think. Um, so that's where we're at, guys. Let me know in the comments where you think you'll go and where you think I should go. I am veering. I am veering towards selling Rashford over Foden. My, my heart says you've got to have Foden in your team. He's a differential that you've had since game week one. He's playing brilliant football. Did you see Foden for England um, against Scotland? I thought him and Bellingham were just on a different level. Um the way Foden's playing, I feel really uncomfortable selling him. Now, sure, Rashford's more dangerous, you could argue, in terms of goal threat. He's more dangerous in terms of ownership. Jeez, I mean, selling Rashford's going to be fairly scary because he's owned by so many managers. If he scores, it can kill your rank. But you can't play FPL in fear. You've got to pick the player you think is going to get the most points, not the one that's going to shield you most from, from big troughs and peaks. When we look at the fixtures for... Um, Rashford versus Foden, you could argue United may be slightly better over the next four. Um, Brighton at home, Rashford then has Burnley away, Palace at home and Brentford at home. So Rashford's got three home games and maybe I end up buying Rashford in a couple of weeks back. You know, I could sell, if I wildcard game week nine, Saka could leave my team ahead of Man City and I bring in Rashford, for example, for one week. Foden has West Ham away, Forest at home, Wolves away. Good, Good fixtures too. And then it's Arsenal.
But as I say, it's all about where I think those players are at. And Foden seems to be playing at the top of his game. Rashford isn't. I also question whether United even win this game week. I fancy Brighton, you know. I fancy either a draw or Brighton to win. Uh, and I think, I think with everything going on at United, the way they've been playing, the stuff around Sancho, the stuff around Anthony, obviously the Greenwood saga before that, it's pretty chaotic. There's not a settled club at the moment. And I don't think that's good for their on-pitch delivery. So there we go. That's what I'm thinking about doing. As I mentioned, the benching dilemma could change. It could be a Stupinan, but I think it'll be Colwell. It could be Rashford out. It could be Foden out, but I think it'll be Rashford. Song comes in, but we have to talk captaincy. Have we not mentioned captaincy? Because I am still on the fence with captaincy. I'm gonna, I said earlier in the week I was 50-50. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I think it's now more likely I'll, I'll be safe with captaincy. I said earlier about not playing FPL in fear. And I'm not doing that. Um, I'm not picking Haaland because of his EO. I'm picking Haaland because he's scary good. Now, Son sure could deliver. And I'm bringing Son in for a reason. I'm backing him this game week. But I also back Haaland. I don't like backing against David Moyes' teams. And I do think it'll be tricky for, for, for Man City. But if they score early, it could be a 3-4-0 win. And you know everything's funneled towards the big man. I Just before recording this show this morning watched the Norway highlights against Georgia. I saw Haaland at the back stick rise in his hang time and his header. And I just thought he can get, there's so many avenues to points for him. He's scary good in the air. Like I think when he first came to City, I questioned, and I saw a few good journalists saying like he's got everything, but he could improve on his heading. His heading in like recent months has been so, so good. He's a phenomenal header of a football. And I don't know if he was when he first came to Man City. He obviously had the power and the height. But the hang time's there. The timing, um, the power he gets on his headers, as well as everything he can do with his feet, like, is probably the standout option. So I'm 60% likely to captain Haaland. That's what I'm telling you. I'm 40% likely to captain Son. I'm not considering anyone else. I'm going to throw some other names out at you. If you are looking to go against the obvious... Then Saka plays Everton away. You could look to that fixture. Again, I'd prefer, if I'm going against Haaland, it's always to back a home player and Saka's away from home. And you could also look at a player like Bruno if you own him and go, he's at home. But again, I'm not backing United. Again, Chelsea have a good away fixture, but I wouldn't look there for the armband either. So for me, it's between Haaland and Son. I think I'll probably play safe with Haaland. If you are going Son, then fair play. I, I, I do not think there is much in it. I really don't. But I'm moving heaven on earth to get Son. I already have Madison. I'm heavily committed to that Spurs attack regardless of captaincy. Maybe owning them is enough. Um, you could argue the same thing if I have Foden and Haaland though. If I do go Son, I've got that little bit of a safety blanket to suggest, okay, Haaland could still get some points. Um, good points for me, even if he's not my captain because Foden could be provider. So my team still performs well, even if Haaland scores, if Foden is involved. Yeah, yeah. One of them. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed uh, this uh, show. Do check me out, if you fancy it, on the Fantasy Show. Um, I don't know if you guys... It used to be called the FPL Show, right? It's done by the Premier League. I'm one of four or five pundits. I'm back in uh, for game week five. I did game week one. It's broadcast all over the world. I know you guys watch from all over the world. So um, in Australia, for example, it's on Optus TV. In the Middle East, it's on Bein. Um, So... Do check it out Friday morning. It's also in the UK going to be on Sky and TNT on Friday afternoons. So we record uh, Friday morning at 10.30 UK time. Uh, I'll be there with Kelly Summers in the studio for the Premier League talking about my passion in life and probably yours too. 
FPL. Guys, thank you so much for supporting this channel um, moving forward. I look forward to seeing all your comments. Good luck in Game Week 5. I think we're going to get a ton of green arrows. And if you're back in Spurs, I like your plan. <laughs>